I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this extra weekly episode of Dame Baptiste Questions Everything, or what we're calling DBQs. On DBQs, myself, comedian, writer, and occasional actor Dame Baptiste, and my producer friend, Howard Cohen, a.k.a. The Hizzer. Hello. And we are going to be delving into some things that have been happening this week in the news. That is right, Dane. It's time to question one of the big news stories of the week. And this week, we're going to question whether or not the police... I'm sure you've heard of them, are a haven for racists. (laughs) It's not funny. It's actually a fucking crazy thing because a load, uh, a load, a percentage of police in this country have got in trouble for being part of a a nice big racist WhatsApp group, haven't they, Dane? Yes. um, As people tend not to understand is that while London is supposed to be a melting pot of multiculturalism and multiracial harmony and interaction just like youtube is the rest of london and the home counties and the large part of england are more like youtube comments where people still hold on to some very archaic and regressive attitudes Mm. and whatsapp groups tend to be where these people come together in order to share their ideas and off kilter jokes which is fucking weird considering Everybody got Telegram because Telegram is the one that deletes your messages and Meta can't read them. But who uses Telegram really? Who's really using Telegram? Like, everybody was like, I'm not having looks at look at my stuff. I'm going to go into Telegram. Even the fucking Mets are too stupid to use Telegram yeah. when they're the Mets, when they want to be exchanging information. But, um, yes, there's been a number of uh, very, very offensive and very, uh, I would say, derogatory uh, memes, messages... Um, that were discovered when the contents of this. You seen them? You seen them? I've seen them. Yeah, I've seen them as well. So it's just like, by you- the way, just on the record, fuck me. These people don't try very hard to be offensive. They're like the lowest common denominator shit. They they go they, they go they go. Uh, yeah, it's the lowest hanging. We say low hanging fruit, but this is like fruit on the ground that's fermented and is rotten, and definitely is like there's been. This a, is rotten ground. This fruit. is rotten ground fruit with a. There's been there's dog urine on it. There's been mm. an insect orgy inside mm. of these fruits. Like they are. Going it's the thing I tell my child not to pick up on off the floor. Do my, you know what I mean? No, don't turn to pick up. You just grab it before you can even talk to them. <laughs> throw it out of their hand. Yeah. Try and clean their hand initially, mm. and then your kids looking at you like what the hell? That's is wrong what we think of your. Panicking? That's what you think of your jokes. Yeah. So racist just, police for WhatsApp groups. So people aren't aware that these are supposedly re- retired uh, Met officers and among the uh, memes and jokes exchanged within their WhatsApp group we have references to the murder of George Floyd mm. which were being uh, trivialised uh, the murder of Sarah Everard being trivialised domestic violence being trivialised sexism how, homophobia yeah we didn't have the racism uh, in the sense towards uh, the kind of Islamophobia yeah. you almost like yeah like, it wasn't even nearly shocking. It wasn't even nearly oh, for shocking. Me, for me, it's not shocking. And uh, just to give people context... No, what I'm saying, no, what I'm saying is that that little bit of it, like the idea that there being, like, there's a couple of burqa-related offensive yes. things, that yeah. was like, 
such an unshocking thing to see. Oh, that, compared, yeah, compared the, to some the, of the other ones. Islamophobia were, compared to the jokes about trivialising domestic violence. Well, literally trivialising the death of a person. Of an innocent human being. Per- a specific and, person. And celebrating a human being who died at the hands of uh, corrupt police officers. Um, I mean, it's very telling. Um, so I think to answer the question, for me, a uh, short answer is that I don't necessarily think that the Met is a haven for racists. Um, I think that the society is a haven for racists. Mm. And I think your uh, law enforcement institution is always going to be reflective of the society that you're in. My problem with police apologists a lot of the time is this idea or the supposition that people who are in the police are henpicked or cherry-picked from the elite of society in terms of morality and the understanding of society and semantics. When I endeavour to remind people that the word police, the etymology and the root of that word means policy. That means the police's job is not to enforce morality. They don't act on terms of justice. They just enforce policy. And what that means is they will only carry out the whims of their superiors, irrespective of whether or not their requests or their policies are amoral or not. So, for example, if you were a gay person in the UK prior to the late 60s and you walked down the street holding a hand with your same-sex partner, the police would imprison and beat you for breaking sodomy laws. Very much in the same way that prior to the change in miscegenation laws, if you are a white person and a black person or any person who is a part of any so-called race and tried to mix with someone of another race, the police would find you and beat you, no matter how loving and warm and benevolent your intentions would be to your partner, they would beat the shit out of you and they would throw you in jail. Would a good person able of thinking critically need to enforce such an archaic and barbaric law? No, they wouldn't. Only somebody who is happy to give over authority to someone else to dictate their morality and be able to act on it, or someone who's literally been able to carry up policy for capital gain would do something like that. And me personally, I think that is a very worrying precedent, especially because one of the most uh, negative narratives we hear from the 20th century is, I was just following orders. We'll be back after this. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back to the show. It's an amazing point. And I, I, I've got two additions. I think the fact that one thing I get really fucking sick of with these scenarios is that people will go well it's an isolated incident mm-hmm. it's an isolated incident it's like are, sorry are you going out and vetting everyone are you yeah. going out and checking everyone's whatsapp groups to know that's an isolated incident it will be indicative of a bigger problem 
Always, always is. These things are, it's like when they go, oh yeah, but we've only find, found this many people abusing their expenses or, uh, you know, uh, uh, abusing their power. It's like, you know, have you gone and checked everyone else? Because I'm pretty sure you're going to find out well, they that, all fucking are. That's the thing, how, and that's a very good point well made. I have a list here, which mm. I'm very happy to upload onto the uh, Question Everything Instagram, which is a list of police officers uh, or prison and court personnel who have been charged or convicted on an offence from 2009 to 2018. And just to let you know, this is 28 pages long. That's how many cops go to prison for breaking the law. Top of the list, in, on the 6th of August in 2018, is PC Dean Roberts, who was from South Wales Police, and he went to jail for 12 years for indecent assault. By the way, police apologists, I have an active source for every single one of these convictions. In the 3rd of, on the 3rd of August in 2018, PC James Morgans from the Daffod Powers Police was suspended for eight months for an actual assault. Uh, Ian Bell, PC Ian Bell of West Yorkshire Police, in, on the 31st of July in 2018, was sacked for sexting a 14-year-old girl. Now, I say this not because they say they're police, but because they are people. And the idea that you are uh, people, distinct, is, there are a group of people that exist in a distinct fashion from the rest of us who have a superior moral aptitude would sound very lovely. But the fact that they would work for politicians lets you know that that has no real application. Not only that, I would also go so far as to say that I am appalled by the lazy, money-hungry, fame-hungry comedians who constantly fail with all of their acerbic observations about humanity to ever critique the police. You're all fucking shit. You're scared, you're cowards, and you're not fit to drink my piss. You know why? I watched all you comedians on stage for years happily ridicule the state of religion and have examples of the impropriety of Catholic priests as your basis to make this claim, which is more than fair. I've seen comedians have a whole subgenre of comedy in the form of satire, where you actively critique politicians for their duplicity and for their corruption. I mentioned these two institutions, both church and state, because the police act on behalf of both of these, A, by carrying out the policies of government, and because these policies are normally predicated on Western Orthodox Judeo-Christian ideals. So you're telling me that the people that came up with the code for morality and the people that come up with the codes for social conduct are fully corrupt, but the people that serve them at every whim couldn't possibly be corrupt? You know how fucking stupid you sound acting like the church is fucked, the government's fucked, but the police can't be fucked? You sound real fucking stupid. And any comedian who considers himself to be an observational comedian but has failed to be able to opine on a very glaring, obvious instance of corruption amongst the police and didn't say anything only until sarah everard was killed and it was someone who looked like you fuck you you're shit you should quit now looking forward to having you on the show now at some point uh, i'm joking don't wait no, how would you commit good jokes but i'll let you know you won't yeah, be on this fucking good show because i know you're not a good comedian because if you are a comedian that's been able to go through your entire life and not be able to even comment on the flaws that are within law enforcement either to keep yourself safe but you're able to very easily critique churches and other religious institutions mm. you're a fucking pussy because most autocratic or theocratic governments or corrupt uh, dictatorships use the police to enforce their whim so anyone who hasn't picked up on the police being a haven for racists you're the fucking problem you are the complete utter fucking problem I think it's worth before we move you know go uh, wrap this whole thing up is to talk about the fact that 
this phrase defund the police right has come up in popular society particularly from america yes and it, i i think it's a troublesome phrase because what it does is it confuses people to think that they're going to get rid of every bit of the police and and that's part some people might say that but what i think i took personally from some of the messaging and some of the stuff you read about it was the idea that you should evolve the police yeah. and therefore have some percentage of the police force or what is considered a police force to be more um kind of uh, psychotherapists yep. who can help some people who probably aren't committing a crime but are mentally unstable or mentally in need of help yeah. and and you look at these scenarios and you think fuck me like i mean it would be fascinating to see that play out if you suddenly dropped let's say there's 200 police in an area right yep. you suddenly dropped 20 therapists into that same area yeah. and said let's see how this it's a, works it's a really good point Howard and it goes back to a very old uh, human affirmation of prevention being better than cure and people seem to f- uh, uh, have this preconception that the police are proactive in preempting crimes and stopping them they mm. only tend to do that with black people because for a lot of police they treat us like it's minority report so you get killed as a black person before you can even commit a crime because apparently all of you lot can see into the fucking future but I digress first of all on the subject of like you know more psychiatric experts that sounds like a good idea because the most recent instance I've heard of racial profiling and brutality from the police was from a fellow comedian Josephine Lacey mm. Josephine Lacey uh, anyone wants to look it up her um she uh, has a lot of her work is about advocacy for children that suffer with autism because mm. she has a 15 year old son who is very autistic yeah, yeah. and the police uh, detained him and kept him in a cell and took his DNA uh, illegally and his fingerprints and had that severely autistic 15 year old child in their custody for 18 hours and released him without charge I always make this point in terms of semantics and the morality of the police in telling people that do support the idea of law enforcement that people in the army get trained to kill human beings and they go to war where they are supposed to demonstrate the skill for and penchant for killing human beings but more often than not you will find that a number of men who come back from the army particularly gis that served in vietnam more men took their own lives on their return from vietnam than american gis that were lost in the conflict that is because a lot of these men experience such severe depression upon returning that they are unable to cope with life and the idea of the mortality that they would have seen. So people who are trained to kill, even when they're trained to do so, will come back from duty and take their own lives because they feel so disconnected from humanity. And yet people who kill innocent people every day and maim and torture and imprison and detain innocent people every day still walk around with their jobs. And there's, we still have not arrived as a society to question the psychological complex of these people when you hear about normal criminals committing crimes or you hear about the police committing acts of uh, of brutality against innocent civilians one of the first things you will be told is a toxicology report so for example in america both from gene was sitting in his house literally eating ice cream and a police officer supposedly forgetting where her apartment is kicked her way into his house and shot him dead now, I am saying, yeah, how you can do that and expect to go back to a normal life is very telling about the society you are from or the training you are being given. Because when he was killed, the first thing they was like was that they may have found traces of marijuana in his home. Ask yourself this, Howard, anybody, whenever you hear about police committing acts of brutality, yeah, do they ever tell you the results of a blood or urine test? If you run too fucking fast on a track... Yeah, they will make you take a drug test. 
to make sure you're not cheating. If you're about to have a boxing match like with Conor Ben and mm. Chris Eubank's son, they will say, if you have too many steroids, you are not fit for this job. But you can go out into the streets and tell other human beings how to live and behave and we are not regularly checking your psychological makeup and if any intoxicants are affecting that. That says a lot about the society that we're in. That's number one, yeah? Number two... It is already a known statistical fact that over 20% of all domestic violence cases in America involve law enforcement. Before Wayne Cousins premeditated, in the act of premeditation, kidnapped, detained, raped and murdered Sarah Everard, he was affectionately known as the rapist by all of his, his colleagues in law enforcement. So I'm saying at this particular point, if we are able to scrutinise people in industries that have no direct bearing on our lives whatsoever the people that carry out the policy of those who we've elected our superiors should be under constant scrutiny and if you as a human being don't think that is the case then really the problem isn't about the haven for racist and malcontents in the police it's the ones in society because you get the fucking police um, service sorry the police force that you deserve in a society it's been a good one to talk about Thanks for tuning in to the listeners. Oh, and sorry, I also, and very quick point, thank you very much to the listeners, but in terms of defunding the police, like when people are opposed to that, it's under the supposition that, you know, we've never had nothing other than police. Mm. But I'm saying that like in a world where the World Health Organization tells us all the time prevention is better than cure, maybe we need to be addressing what ills in society are leading us towards criminality that necessitates this brutality from police. Me personally, I think... Instead of worrying about law enforcement, worry about the fucking austerity that is creating these conditions. For example, we talk about the Met. Mm. Croydon Borough Council is, 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 is bankrupt. If Croydon Borough Council is bankrupt, that means that there's going to be a knock-on effect on the amount of law enforcement that they are able to, or literally able to afford. And in this world of capitalism, you get what you pay for. We know that police funding is being cut. We know that the police's support for police is being cut as a result of austerity. The same way we're all getting fucked. So ask yourselves this. If you want the best person for the job, shouldn't you have a government that provides that for said police? If not, obviously, the kind of people that are going to take up this job, knowing there's going to be no fucking thanks, probably aren't going to be great at it. Something to consider to the audience out there, including those of you who may work in law enforcement yourselves. That's DBQs for this week. Absolutely, guys. Thank you very much for listening. Tune in for more DBQs. You've been listening to Dane Baptiste Questions Everything hosted by Dane Baptiste and myself, Howard Cohen. For more from Dane and myself, make sure you follow us on Instagram at DaneSnaptiste and at the Howard Cohen. Please don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. If you have a question for Dane, make sure you send us a DM on Instagram at DBQE Podcast and we could feature you in our next episode. Thanks for listening, guys. And remember, question everything. Insanity Group. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.